Welcome to the Get Real Podcast. I'm Christina Boschman. And I'm Gianna Robustiano. We are so excited that you are here. What is Get Real all about? It's about you creating your best life. Are you ready to get real? Today, we're talking about resilience. Some people think of resilience as a dirty word which kind of shocked me. I had a conversation with a woman today, and she goes, I hate that word, resilient. It, it just, it's just an annoying word. It's okay if it's, you're talking about physical resilience, but how am I supposed to get resilience mentally, is what she said. And I was kind of laughing because I knew we were going to be doing this podcast tonight. <laughs> that is, that is <laughs> and funny. And I thought the timing of it was, was particularly interesting that she would say that yeah that is interesting because you didn't bring it up right no i didn't (laughs) i didn't she saw it on my linkedin header oh wow yeah that's funny so well and the and the r the resilience is the r in get real yeah it is (laughs) right right so this is a perfect timing to talk about yeah so resilience what is resilience it's about bouncing back easily Mm -hmm. or more easily from illnesses or from adverse experiences that happen to you in your life. So if you find yourself, say, in um, a victim mode, that you don't stay there. Because I realized this about myself. We were just talking about this earlier that I realized that, gosh, I must, it was like about a month I just was kind of in this weird place, and I realized one morning that I was playing the victim in the situation. And then somebody said to me, well, you know what the energy of victim is? And I said, no, what? And she said, anger. And I said, wow, because I rarely get angry, but I had all this anger coming up from my feet. It felt like, why am I so angry about. Mm. So I found that kind of fascinating. So to be able to bounce back to real, to understand that that's what you're doing, right? Because once I understood that's what I was doing, I was able to, to make a change and redirect myself away from that energy. Mm. That's building resilience. Yeah. You bounced back you looked at the situation mm-hmm. and you were able to get through it instead of staying in that energy of like feeling stuck and angry and and all of that because then you're just you're not moving forward right and resilience helps you keep moving forward no matter what is going on mm-hmm. And, and we have to be able to do that, especially in these times now that seem kind of challenging. Definitely. This is the perfect time. Yeah. It's even more so because if you watch what's going on in social media feeds, and I mean, let's face it, we don't even know if any of that's true. No. We see stuff all the time. We have absolutely no idea what's true and what's not true. Mm-hmm. So if you start to build more resilience, it doesn't bother you as much. Yeah, you don't get sucked in and feel all these emotions or fearful emotions or whatever it is that come up. You're able to step back and look at everything. Yeah, from, from sort lens. of like from a completely different 
perspective. Yeah. And what I thought was so interesting when I had that that um, conversation with that woman earlier, um, she was saying that physical resilience, okay, but mental resilience, how, how do you do that? That's not even realistic. I and I was like, wow, you really think that? That's so interesting. Well, I just found it, it really interesting, like listening to life from her perspective. Mm-hmm. And she was just somebody that was like a first time call. I met her on LinkedIn. She's a marketer and she has a really kind of interesting way of marketing. So I kind of was like, okay. I just kind of sat there and listened to her, mm-hmm. trying to understand where she was coming from with that. Yeah, because I, it it's interesting, but it's not talked about that often. No, and I I think that that's why people don't really understand on a deep level what is resilience. Yeah, you know, and why it's important. But this is why. I mean, the world that we're living in right now, coming out of the pandemic, and so many people struggling with mental issues because of what happened with the lockdowns and feeling out of control and uncertain. And me, I always, I I kind of at first was like, wow, life has always been uncertain. Mm -hmm. But I think so many people before that happened, they didn't notice the uncertainty in life. It's true. It, there was a whole new wave of awareness that life isn't exactly what we think it is right exactly it's not like doing i feel like it just disrupted everyone's routines so everyone took a step back and they weren't in their daily like wake up go to work go home and every day everything just stopped right because when you're in that that mental pattern right get up take a shower brush your teeth get in your car, go to work, work all day, come home, go to the kids' ball game, have a little hot dog there mm-hmm. or whatever, come home, get the kids ready for bed, have a glass of wine, maybe watch some Netflix and go to bed yourself. You're not really thinking about what is going on in the world. Because mm-hmm. I know when my kids were little, I mean, I studied political science when I was in college, so I've always been really interested in what's going on. So I was always reading. But what I learned was most of my friends were not. My one boss even had said to me one time, you read too much. Because I was talking about something that was going on, and he's like, you read too much. But most people, the average person doesn't do that, especially since the advent of social media where what are people doing? They're scrolling. Yeah. Scrolling mindlessly, like just going through everything, not really thinking about anything. Right. Right. They're just kind of in a a distraction space. Saving memes every once in a while, something will strike them. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And then they scroll onto a funny video and then they're like, ha 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 and they forgot about the meme and you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So that life has become more and more mindless, which is fascinating considering how much information is right at our fingertips. That's true. And what we could be doing if we started following all those links. Mm-hmm. There's so much. There's like endless 
information and books out there. You can be whoever you want to be, create mm-hmm. whatever life you want to create, which is so exciting. But a lot of us are stuck in this. I always say like you're jumping into a different space where you're just glued to your phone and you're just there. It's like you hop into a different world and you're just stuck there scrolling and scrolling and scrolling or whatever it is. And I think there's just so much out there for us. There is so much more than social media. Yeah. And that's what the whole get real is all about, right? Mm -hmm. Let's stop with all this and look at life Mm -hmm. and see the, the what's available to us in this incredible time in history. Yeah, it's such a gift to, I mean, there's just so, so much out there for everybody. And like use social media or social media, like the internet to your benefit, like research stuff, look up things that you want to do, you know, use it in a good, a better way. (laughs) Right, because one of the things I noticed too, like um, once we paused everything well that was in july right we paused everything in july and basically because i was feeling really confused about what to do next Mm -hmm. and i stopped even looking at social media for probably two months i can't say not at all because i would go on once a day and see what my kids were up to what you're up to there's a few people that I always look at what they post, but then that was it, nothing else. And I started reading books and really just paying attention to life in a different way than I have in the last few years. And it didn't take me long before I felt back to myself like ready to take on the world again. And during that period of time is where when the idea of Get Real came in. Because I was I was talking with someone and he said to me, well, what impact do you want to make in everything that you're doing? And I basically said, I just want to help people get real, mm-hmm. you know, get, get resilience, get emotional intelligence, get some authenticity, because with all of that, you have limitless opportunity for change. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's all, all it is. And to do that. It's just building all of these things like resilience. This is key. Yeah. So one of one of the things that I've learned along the way, I, I met a young woman last year and uh, became friends with her. And she called me the one day and she was really struggling. And she said, I had posted something on LinkedIn. And she said, I, I saw your post and can I talk to you? Because the post was, don't tell me to think positive. And it was about how when you're tired and you're burned out and people will say, oh, come on, just think positive. That's almost impossible because it's like one more thing to do when I'm already tired and burned out. Mm-hmm. You don't right? want to hear that. I don't want to hear it. And that in order to think positive, you have to feel positive. Mm-hmm. So in a case where you're feeling tired or you're feeling like a failure, you're feeling like things just aren't going your way, to do go do something where you can feel good. And I asked her, what makes you feel better? And she said, I love just sitting in a bubble bath and reading with a candle. And I said, 
there you go. Take an hour tonight, make yourself a nice bubble bath, light a candle, read a book. Mm-hmm. And the next day she texted me and she goes, I feel a million percent better. That's great. Though. Yeah. And that's when it really occurred to me because that was just me thinking out loud. A lot of the stuff that I'm, you know, it's like what's worked for me. And she she's talked about it so much because she just reached out to me last week because she was going through a rough spot with her job. And she goes, I just keep going back to our conversations about feeling feeling positive and trying to find ways to feel positive because I'm really bummed out. Mm -hmm. So that is a large part of this skill that helps you build resilience. Yeah, find things that make you feel good. Yeah, because if you're you're tired and stressed out, like she took a new job, so of course there's a lot of there's a huge learning curve. And it was just feeling burned out, like all new stuff and maybe not doing as well as she thought she was going to do like out of the gate cuz there is a huge learning curve. She's an AI engineer. Mm-hmm. And um to have tools So that when you do start feeling down, when you do feel like you're being unsuccessful, when you feel like, what the heck am I doing? And I think we all feel like that sometimes. Yeah. To have something that you can do that you know. And while you're feeling good, make lists of things. Yeah, that's that's such a great idea. Like what makes me feel good? Yeah, have a list of fun activities that you do or anything that makes you feel good. And you can open that list up when you're not feeling your best and you can scroll down the list and yeah, see say, what can I one. go what can I go do right now mm-hmm. what can I do to take my mind off that and make myself feel better because for me it's always going for a walk in the woods that, that always, always makes me feel better yeah so some of the things that you can do is you know start believing in yourself find something because you might say well I don't believe in myself we all have something yeah, there's all there's there's always one little nugget and once you pay attention to that one little nugget, like I can really draw. Not me. I can't draw to save my <laughs> life. <laughs> but whatever it is, you know, maybe you can draw, maybe you're a really good writer, mm-hmm. maybe you just love kids and you can go work with kids or you know, whatever it is. Yeah, find that and focus on that. Yeah. And and build it. Yeah. So that you get more confidence in yourself. I think I was always just blessed that even as a kid, I just had this sense that God, I always said, God doesn't make any junk. And that we all have something like we're all unique. We're all unique from each other. Some of us are similar, but we're still completely unique. And embracing that fact mm-hmm. That, like Rick always says, my husband, yep, so you're unique, just like everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) But it's true. Yeah. That's such a beautiful thing to think of, just God doesn't make any junk. And to have that as a core belief, I feel like I've had trouble believing in myself along the way, but that's something that I'm actively working on Mm -hmm. doing. So, and it's a journey. Oh, absolutely. You know, because there's always different things coming up, right? Mm -hmm. 
what whether it's it's work or relationship. Yeah, different things happen or challenges in your life and then you go and do them and show yourself that you can do them and then the next set of things come up and then it's just a learning and growing process. Yeah, yeah and you just and it's nice to write it down and keep track of it. Yeah. Yeah, because I was having a bad day yesterday, and I was so glad, like, the day before I had written a list of really good things that happened that day. So I looked at the list, and I was like, because yesterday was, and I go and I look at that list, and I thought, wow, yeah, that was such a good day. That's such a good thing On Monday, yeah, because they were just little things, Mm -hmm. like little things. And it just makes a huge, huge difference to be able to do that. Yeah. To take the time to do it because it's a practice. It definitely to do is. that. We've talked about this in um, past episodes of Manifesting Miracles Together podcast about just like writing down like your wins, you know? Yeah. Keeping track of even if it's like quote unquote small, you know, something yeah. that was positive. That happened. I think it's such a good thing to keep. I definitely should do that because I feel like I will go to my journal and write down negative things that happen to like release. Mm-hmm. And I do write good things. I've been doing like good updates in my life so I can look back and look at that. But just like a weekly, like, here's what's going good and checking yeah. in with that. I have one book where I only write good things in it. That's a good idea. Yeah. I've got to do that. Yeah, one book, and that's all that's in there is good things. I because like the idea. other things, you know, when you're just trying to release something, you're scribbling like that. He was such a jerk, <laughs> and he did that stupid thing, and I'm so aggravated. Yes. You know, you write that all that stuff down, and it's released, right? But the other book is only for good things. I love that. The good yeah. thing journal. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. The good thing journal. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah. So another thing that you can do to help build resilience is develop a good social network. Yeah. People that you can go to during times or when you just need to have someone to talk to about certain things. Yeah. And I think people too, not like people that aren't going to let you stay in your story. Yeah. People who, yeah. People who are very supportive, but they're not going to let you like, you know, repeat the same old past story over and over again. Yeah. Kind of like, all right, we've heard that a thousand times. (laughs) What else we got going on here today? Yeah. Yeah. You know, cause I, I realized that, uh, last week I was on a call with a few people and one of the, the women, on the call is a therapist by trade. And there was the one woman, very, very negative. The, you know, there were, there were four of us on the call. So the one woman was very, very negative. And she was getting aggravated at me because I was offering positive, you know, possibilities. Well, did you ever think about it this way? Is this maybe something you can do? People have to be willing to make that change. Mm-hmm. But the therapist just took it right back to, well, tell us what happened. Well, every week we hear that story. And it was like, it's just telling the same story. So it's like, okay, what have you done to help work your way 
through that story. Mm-hmm. So if you can get a group of friends, I had a group of friends like that for a long time. And sometimes I'd say, well, you guys are always beating me up. They didn't let me wallow at all. Right. And it was like the, one of the best experiences of my life because, well, we all, none of us let any of us wallow, but we would let the person talk. Mm-hmm. And then once they got it out, if they were crying or whatever, get it all out and then say, okay, so what are you willing to do moving forward? And that's a huge question to ask somebody. That is so huge. And to have, those type of people around you that's not going to keep you in that down state, but uplift you and and help you on moving forward in your life. Right, exactly. So then another thing that you can do, and this is hard for some people, is embracing change. Yes. And it takes a while. It definitely does. This is something that I've, I almost say struggled with, but I guess sometimes I have struggled with You're just change. challenged by it. Yeah. You know, I don't think you struggle with it so much. I think, because struggle to me seems like a fight. It's not a struggle, but it, I guess it is. it can be challenging. But that is another thing that I'm working on is embracing change. Because this whole past year... 2000, I was going to say 22, <laughs> 2023. We're at the end of 23. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> has been a year of change. I think it's teaching me to be just open and and willing to just embrace change and not like back up and be afraid of it. I have had so much change this year. It's been crazy. Actually, one of the podcast episodes was about this and it was right before I had moved in with my boyfriend and I was really like challenged by this decision and freaking out and whatever. And it was the best thing that I could have ever done. But mm-hmm. I, it took me a while to make that decision for whatever reason, which is crazy to think now. But since I made that decision, I opened the door to so many awesome opportunities in my life and I've taught myself that I can you know accept change and get through change and whatever because after that was just like a whole not a spiral but like there was one thing and then the next thing everything was happening (laughs) tell the story about the couch oh this this (laughs) is recently actually but um my boyfriend decided to we had like this I like an L-shaped couch, and we only sit on the one, but the one against the wall, I mean, they're both against the wall, but whatever, Um, my boyfriend decided to take that piece off and move it out, and at first, I was like, not, I was not okay with it, (laughs) like, I was not, I didn't like it, and he's like, you just don't like change, I don't know what he said exactly, but it was funny, and I I accepted it and it looks really good. I have to say it looks clear. It feels good. But at first I was like resisting that. I wanted that couch there. I wanted to stay. It was what I was used to. And then he snatched it away. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> that is just so funny to me because I love change. I I guess I, yeah, I'm just one of those people that I love change I love moving my house around. I move my furniture whenever I can. Rick's always laughing. My husband, 
I was like, what are you doing? I, this has been here for too long. We need to move it. We need to change it. You know, we'll take this and put this in a garage and move this back into here. And yeah, because I, I like that it changes up the energy. That's so funny. For me, that's, that's what, how I feel when it comes to, to change it. And I'm like that with all change. But I think I'm kind of a rare bird because most people are really not all that comfortable with change. Yeah. And, but I feel like, yeah, most people aren't. Well, like maybe that. not most people, but a lot of people are not comfortable with change. Yeah. And it's a skill that you can build. build it is. Just by embracing it and just saying, okay, this is making me uncomfortable, but every time I change, there's a, there's all kinds of opportunities that come up. It's true. I've Well, I'm realizing this past year, at least, I went through so many different changes, but it was exciting. Like, yes, I, I resisted it, but I ended up getting right into it. Last week, I did a site visit by myself. I did not expect to do it by myself, but I jumped right into it. And I was like, all right, here we go. Yeah. But I wasn't like, I can't make it. I'm not going to do it. I would like, you know, I just jumped right into it and led the whole thing. And it wasn't scary. Yeah, it was uncomfortable, but like, at the end of it, I'm like, okay, I can do more. I'm ready yep. to go. And it comes back to that finding comfort in the discomfort. Yeah. Because that's when things open up mm -hmm. and you develop new skills and meet new people. And you never know where the opportunities are going to be. Mm -hmm. So let's just back up a minute. We'll say, okay, so to help build resilience, you start believing more in yourself to recognize your innate abilities. Mm -hmm. That's really important. Number two, develop a good social network. Number three is embracing change. Yep. So if you can just manage to do some of those things just to start, we'll talk about more as we talk about other things. But it's, you know, once you start doing some of this, some of this type of thing, I, ha I was uh, in a meeting with a woman last week, and she said something so fun. She said, you know, people are, are, are spending their lives with one foot nailed to the floor. And I got such a picture in my head. You can't move forward. No. When you're in that place where you don't believe in yourself and you don't have a good social network and you're not embracing change, it's hard to move forward. Yeah. And so imagine one foot nailed to the floor. I was seeing like a nail in somebody's shoe and them just kind of walking <laughs> in a circle. I and, can see that too. And it just struck me so funny. And I thought, boy, that's a good picture. I got to do something with that. Because yeah, that would be really funny, like little meme or uh, gif, like a graphic thing. Yeah. And so to think about the positive things in your life, like we were saying, to keep a book that all you write in that book are the good things that happen to you mm -hmm. on any given day. Because when you start paying attention to that, there's a lot of them. Yeah. Makes you feel good and have that list of things that make you feel good too. Yeah. So we'll wrap it up here. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're ready to get real, follow us on social media. The links are below. And check out our website, www.manifestingmiraclestogether.com. Is there someone you know who is ready to get real? 
If so, then do them a favor and share this episode. Until next time.